You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Forecast is brought to you by Matt N., Al White, Charles, Watch for Zombies, and Mondo. (laughs) (laughs) To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. Hey there, lovelies, and thanks for joining us on the 236th episode of Final Girls Horror Cast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. <laughs> for today's episode, are you okay? Yeah, just, you know. You got a case of the giggles today. I got today. the giggles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for today's episode, the Wheel of Terror selected mirrors and scary stories to tell in the dark, so that's what we watched. It's true. And as a reminder, we tend to spoil things for everyone mm-hmm. so make sure to check out uh mirrors on hulu if you feel like it and scary <laughs> stories to tell in the dark on netflix you had a really hard time telling people to watch that it's not something i want anybody to be like carly <laughs> told me to watch this i didn't i just if you don't like spoilers maybe check it out but wow don't high also. praise so <laughs> Also, you know. got it. <laughs> but before we jump into today's films, let's get started with the segment that we like to call Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Men with a May 20th release date. It's written and directed by Alex Garland, who we remember from Ex Machina, Annihilation, and 28 Days Later. The IMDb summary is a young woman goes on a solo vacation to the English countryside after the death of her ex-husband. It's not really a summary. No. It's like the first two minutes of a movie. <laughs> yeah. Which scares me when combined with the fact that it's A24. It's A24. The, the trailer is definitely more of a teaser. It gives us nothing, but I want to see it. And it's already terrifying. The only reason I want to see this is because Alex Garland sure. did it. I don't... If... if I didn't know Alex Garland did this, and I just watched the trailer. I'd be like, I'm not going to see that. <laughs> I think the fact that it's Alex Garland as well as A24, I feel like we're in good hands here. A24 can go either way for me. It's, I think sometimes it's just way, way too, way too little. Sure. But I mean the combo. Yeah. The combo's good. Promising. I wish I got more in the trailer to make me excited about it because I'm not... Honestly, I only feel good about it because of Alex Garland's name, to I'm, be honest. I'm honestly okay with how little we get. Um, I like going into these types of movies knowing as little as possible. That's fine. But, like, I have a nothing. I got nothing. I like it. I like it like that. <laughs> Give me a little bit something scary. Look, cabin, woods, lady in a dress, terrifying. Ambiance. Yes. That one tunnel reminds me of that Mike Flanagan movie. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Absentia. That's it. Yeah. That's the one. That movie's good. That movie is good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to see. I'm definitely going to see it. I love Alex Garland. I liked I liked Ex Machina like everybody. 28 Days Later is great. Annihilation. I I enjoyed it. I'm in. So. Yeah. I just wish I had more to be excited about, is all I'm saying. 
But I guess Alex Garland's enough to be excited about. It's true. It's true. He's given us enough. I just, I feel like I've been burned by A24 too many times to trust a a non-summary. At least give me two sentences, you know? What happens after she goes to the countryside after the death of her ex-husband? And, and chaos ensues, or, and she's stalked by a man, or give me another sentence. That's all I want. <laughs> you know, because otherwise I feel like there's just not going to be a plot here, and that that scares me more than any horror movie I've ever seen. I'm stoked. I'm. I can't wait. How I mean, I can wait, thing? but we'll see. You know. How How long is this thing? You know. Yeah. I don't know. Is it two and a half hours long, without a plot? I'm I'm gonna be really nervous walking into that. I'm just telling you right now. I, I need two sentences if the movie's two hours long. You know, give me give me a sentence per hour. Of of movie. I'm good. Honestly, this has set me up enough it doesn't tell me how long it is i'm 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 having some anxiety about this i'm gonna be honest i can see it first and then i can maybe give you more i mean i'll watch it i'm gonna watch it but maybe i might be able if it gives you anything uh it's a drama horror sci-fi are the genres that we're given oh oh i like the sci-fi the tagline is what haunts you will find you so Mm. That could go either way. It could absolutely go either way. Are we going with aliens? Or are we going with ghosts? I don't know. Does sci-fi constitute ghosts, though? I feel like anytime there's sci-fi, it's 100% aliens all the time. When does sci-fi not mean aliens? Uh, Well, like Ex Machina is more like, is sci-fi, no, but it's more I like, guess. you know, advanced I guess annihilation. Robots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. You okay. know. Like futuristic technology. Mm-hmm. I guess reanimator could be considered science fiction. Yeah. All right. All right. But usually it's aliens. <laughs> Fingers crossed for aliens, right? Am I right? Sure. Am I right? I like there's like a tag and it just says vacation gone wrong. <sighs> if it's going to be the thing where she just is going crazy, I'm going to be real upset. Like there better be some actual shit happening. I feel in this like town. with a science fiction tagline, it's probably just not mental horror. It's probably actual horror. All right, you know, I'm in if that's the case. I'm making a lot of assumptions here, guys. I w- <laughs> I like the assumptions you're making. Thank you. I wish I could make the same. I just I wish I just don't have enough. Am sure. I getting another trailer? Maybe I'll get another trailer. You might get another trailer. Okay, or another sentence in my summary would also be great. Yeah, you know. But most people are very excited about this. I am just being pessimistic, to be to be honest. But I really have no reason to be. I'm sure it'll be awesome. Yeah. I just, you know, I feel like I could easily get burned with this one. There's <laughs> a lot of unknowns. There's a lot of unknowns. Speaking of getting burned, what's our first film today, Carly? What a perfect segue for us Thank to you. jump right into mirrors. I've been working on my segues <laughs> lately. Have you noticed? You nailed this one. I, I feel like I'm doing I'm doing a pretty good job with the segues. You're, you're fantastic. I'm preparing for my career in radio. Yes. The ever-growing uh, field of radio. It's expanding. <laughs> so I've heard. Word on the street. <laughs> it's a great field to get into right now. Right now. This moment. Yeah. Lots of money to be had. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'll be swimming in the books. Uh, so with that, let's jump into <laughs> Mirrors from 2008, directed by Alexandra. Is it Aja? Aha. I don't know I if think, we ever. I think Aja or Aha. I'll Probably say Probably one or the other. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, let us know in the comments below. Um, who also did uh, High Tension, the Hills Have Eyes remake, Piranha 3D, and Crawl. Damn. It was, I know. I'm not going to lie, was excited when I saw that he, his name was on this. Uh, whoops. Sorry. And then written by uh, Alexander and Gregory uh, Lavasser, uh, who both wrote the screenplay together. Gregory also worked on Maniac and then also High Tension, The Hills Have Eyes, and uh, P2. And it was based off of uh, the Korean motion picture Into the Mirror from 2003 that was uh, written by Sung Ho Kim. The IMDb summary is, An ex-cop and his family are the target of an evil force that is using mirrors as a gateway into their home. <laughs> so, <laughs> the way I remember this movie and the way the movie is, is just very different. So I thought... <laughs> I think I mentioned last week, I saw this on a first and last date um, with <laughs> someone whose name I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't remember their name because um, all I did was see a movie with them and then that was the end of it. We never talked again. Oh, my God. I think you've actually told this story before. Really? Tell me again. I don't know. Well, I'll So, I mean, I don't. there's not much to tell. I just I met... I met this person on a dating site back when I was a single woman before I would met my husband. And, um, uh, and I, I don't even remember what dating site I was on like a few at the time. And like, I, I'm sure somewhere in my profile, it said I liked horror movies and he was like, cool. I like horror movies. Want to go see a horror movie? And I was like, cool. And what was playing at the time in zero things except for mirrors. So we were like, all right, let's go see mirrors. And like, <laughs> and I, I think I've mentioned this before. I'm very susceptible, less so now. I think I've, over the course of this podcast, have become incredibly desensitized to horror, like more than I ever have in my entire life, sure. um, which is fair because I watch, we watch Every so week. many. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, constantly, really. So, <laughs> but before, I mean, I loved horror, but, you know, I seeing them in theater was not a thing I often did because I didn't have that many friends that um, liked horror movies and not many people wanted to go to the theater to watch horror movies with me. So I didn't I haven't seen at this point a lot of horror movies in the theater. Now I'll go by myself. Yeah, but I always went by myself. Because young Amy wasn't as brave. <laughs> yeah, young Amy wasn't as brave as as me, even though I'm not very brave, to be honest. But anyway, long, long story short, I went to the theater with this with this guy don't know his name. Don't remember his name. It's been years. Um, and by years, I mean over a decade. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm aging myself, but still. Um, so long story short, I was scared. Like, I, it freaked me out. There was enough, like, freaky things happening that it freaked me out. And, like, I actually thought I liked this movie. <laughs> you were excited. I was. I was excited to rewatch it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know this director. Like, he's done a lot of great things. Of course I liked it. And I'm like, how come no one talks about this movie? Let's watch it again. Because my memory of this movie from 2008, <laughs> which was a very long time ago, let's be fair, was there was a lot of creepy things that happened in this movie. And, you know, in 2008, there probably were, you know. But watching it now, I'm just like, oh, God. I sat through this whole thing in a theater and, and was frightened. 
I had to do this um, movie in, in doses, so I, I mean, don't know me too. how you sat me through too. it. Me <laughs> too. I mean, I think probably the high of being on like a first date. Sure. And then like there's already nerves, you know? There's already nerves in that scenario. Absolutely. Someone I didn't even know. Fueled by you know? Kiefer Sutherland overacting and weird. So needless to say, the the date did not go well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> never heard from the, the gentleman again. Bye. Um, He's not listening to this podcast right now. God, I hope he Could is. you imagine? That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. I went on that date with you. That was me. My name is Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even know. Sure, anyone buddy. could anyone could message me sure, and lie buddy. about it, and it really like those are the only details I remember. So now you know them, so you could easily catfish me into believing that. Is that I'm not using that term correctly? I don't think, but oh man. Anyway, <laughs> anyway um, that that's it. That's the story. It's not a very good story to be honest, but I thought I liked this, and I apologize, Carly. I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. The only scene I remember is the bathtub scene. Poor Amy Smart. <laughs> Which, that scene doesn't make any fucking sense. Zero sense. At all. It it was literally an homage. But I mean, it is kind of like fun to watch someone tear their face open, right? It was an homage to Juwan and the grunge. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's like literally nothing to do with the movie. They just threw it in here. And I, f- I feel like when I was... When I was doing some research about this movie, I'm actually curious to see the original Korean horror film because apparently, like, the original script was just supposed to be a straightforward remake of the K-horror film, Into the Mirror. But (laughs) Alexander wasn't into it when he was brought on board, and so he, like, changed basically everything. Um, I mean, the story doesn't exist, so I don't know how you can change a story that doesn't exist. it's It's so bad. I don't know what happened. I feel like something had to have happened here. And it's so long. Why is it so fucking long? I don't know. I would literally find myself getting so distracted so easily that I would have to pause the the movie because I would have no idea like what I've been watching for the previous five minutes. It took me so long to finish this movie. I, I uh... So it, so it Keith- made it even longer. It made it even longer. Yeah. It, I mean, it's almost two hours. Yeah. So it's a lot when there's not a lot to keep you interested. Kiefer Sutherland plays Ben, who's our main character, who's going through a divorce with his wife because he has a drinking problem and he killed someone on the job when he was a cop. And now he's working as a security guard in this old department store that... um had a fire five years ago and for some reason they still need to protect it uh, okay right like who cares why <laughs> just board it up board and it call up. it a day <laughs> you know you don't need someone to go in there just have someone sit outside like the other guy was you yeah. know what i mean like why do you need to yeah. go in there no walking board it up, up and down yeah Get board it up block it up and you know fine have a guy sitting out front I don't understand. Put cameras inside if it's that big of a deal. You know? It just, the beginning doesn't make sense, and the end <laughs> sure as hell doesn't make sense. So the guy that had Kiefer Sutherland's job before him died, but they don't know that. He, they just vanished mysteriously. Mm-hmm. And the main guy's like, don't don't look in the mirrors. And he's like, okay. Like, <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> it's so weird. 
<laughs> and then, you know, of course, he starts to stare into the mirrors because it's dark and creepy and you're in this huge place all by yourself. By the way, the scariest job ever. Why would you want this job? Uh, would not walk around those things. Like, because regardless of, you know, ghosts and things like that, but there could also be, like, scary people, like, sleeping in there. Yeah. Like, alone? Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> no. I mean, he used to be a cop, and he has a gun, so, like, I get it. He's probably more used to that type of work, you know, than the average Joe or I Josephine. If they don't have any but plans like, to fix it up, because it sounds like it's been like this for a while. It's a gorgeous building. It is. It doesn't, it seems structurally sound. Mm -hmm. There's not like holes in the ground or anything. It's mm -hmm. like, I don't understand. Just fucking clean it up and make it something else. Why is it just sitting there? And it's like, it's burned, but it's not. Mm -hmm. You know, like where was the fire? Because it doesn't seem like there's anything actually structurally unsound with this building. No. Am I right? No. And um, so it was filmed in Romania at the Unfinished Academy of Sciences building. Um, and it looks like they didn't even it's like they just were like, yeah, this is good. Let's we don't have to make any changes. You know, like we don't have to, like, indicate any it's in it's in construction. So it looks a mess. This is fine. Yeah. Like, no, if there is supposedly a fire there, it like, should it look. Like it should look like devastated. there was a fire there. It can't yeah. just be dirty, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> Put a little soot somewhere. But like, okay, but the fire had to be somewhere. Something has to be damaged. Exactly. Like <laughs> Something needs to make it uninhabitable. And why aren't we just tearing it down if it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. And like, what department store looks like this, by the way? No. no. Like, make it a museum or something. Totally. That would have been more interesting. It would have been way more accurate. It looks more like a museum than it does or like a department a bank. store. A bank would have been fine. You know, because there's sure. just so much marble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My brain. What are you doing, cat? I'm recording. <laughs> she's like making so much fucking noise. Um, and she's usually just the most silent cat of all time. So thanks. Thanks, Haley. She wants to be on the show. Apparently. Um, so there's that. There's that that does that it just doesn't make sense. Then we have Ben, who is our main character, who is just a jerk. He's, He's the not worst. pleasant. No. He has no real redeeming qualities. He's not nice to his wife. They're so toxic together. It's the worst relationship of all yeah. time. He is awful to his sister, who is like the only person that will put up with him. And there's not nearly enough Amy Smart in this movie no. for me. Why couldn't she be our main character? She's way more interesting. She is. So we have her, and then we have the the mom who, the ex-wife who is a doctor. Sure. Right? Yeah. Okay. I think she, like, runs autopsies and stuff. Mortician? Sure. I don't know. Mm. Cor coroner? Is that Could the be. word? Could be. Could be. Yeah, or just, like, works for um, police, you know? Yeah, she, know. like, oversees the autopsies, it looked like. Right, right. So she's smart and stuff, and the kids are fine. I don't know. It's just, I, I, there, there's not enough, like, character, like, for all the character work they do, 
there's really not any characters. <laughs> I literally like, didn't understand a single character's purpose in no. this in this film. Um I don't understand it does it doesn't feel like Ben and Amy's relationship is exists at all. Right. Um I didn't understand the kids purpose and why like all of a sudden out of nowhere the boy Michael is like getting possessed or speaking to the ghost in the mirror for some reason which was weird. You know, know what they should have done hmm. is made Ken kind of like a dry humor kind of jokester kind of person. Mm-hmm. Because then he could have u- tried to use humor to, like, break through, like, these tense moments. And then I could see his ex-wife being like, you always joke, you know, or something mm-hmm. like that. Because I feel like that would have made us like him more. Yeah. he does. His coping mechanism is alcohol, but he doesn't even really drink. So there's really no, like, there's nothing, there's no personality at all. And so there's just nothing likable about him other than he randomly will start yelling at women. <laughs> There's nothing likable about any of these characters, though. No. They all are, they all are that way. They're all but even tempered supposed, until they're screaming. We're supposed to like him, though. Like, he's the main character. We're sure. supposed to find him, you know, sympathetic, mm-hmm. interesting, mm-hmm. if in some way, shape, or form, or else what are we doing here? <laughs> Nobody knows. I asked myself that for the two days that it took me to watch this movie. Um, and it's so yeah. weird because... I mean, obviously, with the movies that these two especially have worked on together, High Tension (laughs) and The Hills Have Eyes, like, we get characters that we know, that we understand, that we like. So it just seems so weird that everybody in this movie is just the worst. I mean, we just watched Crawl recently. And Crawl is so good. Absolutely. We just watched um, Piranha 3D. Mm-hmm. Even <laughs> Piranha 3 fucking D yep. has like characters mm-hmm. with character arcs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only character arc we get from Ben is um, that actually that's not a character. I was going to say that he like will kill himself for his family basically. But like but he, he would sacrifice himself for his family. But, like, I kind of get the feeling that he would before any of this happened anyway. Sure. He's definitely that kind of – I mean, even just, I think, being a cop, that kind of person, let alone, like, obviously, like, he loves his kids, you know? Right. Yes. That was the only redeeming quality he showed. Yeah. Was that he was sweet to his kids. But that was, like, so short. That scene was so short. And then we only got one of them, really. It's just so. so unreal, like unrealistic to have someone be so explosive. I just, the acting in this movie was painful. And it's like, we know Kiefer Sutherland can act. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. and so it, it's not him. It's literally just everything else. Well, it's kind of just him exploding at the women who support him in his life. And then them doing nothing. <laughs> Well, they yelled back at him, I guess. But not only that, but like even in um, even when he is walking alone in the, uh, the his first night in the thing and he like does all this weird shit and like magically gets lit on fire, like everything in that he's it's just like so over the top that it's just like and it's stupid. It's like, why wouldn't yeah. you stop, drop and roll? You're a fucking cop. 
why are you looking in the mirror and then looking in real life and obviously nothing's there, but like you're gonna I don't know. There's just so much weird shit that like let's it doesn't make sense. Let's rewind back to the fire because so the first time he has an experience with the mirror, he starts seeing like handprints on the mirror, but on the other side of the mirror. Mm -hmm. And then he spontaneously combusts and um then gets himself um, extinguished, I guess. <laughs> he just stops being on fire. Stops being on fire. Then goes back into the security office and wraps up his hand. But Carly, I rewatched that scene three times. Count them one, two, three. <laughs> Yikes. The man did not do anything to his hand. No. I don't know how his hand is bleeding. I was like, surely he cut it on a mirror. He... <laughs> He didn't. There's no point in which this man hurts his hand. I don't know how. I don't. He he goes back to the office to wrap his hand and then nothing. There's there's nothing. There's nothing. And Amy. Yeah. If you're looking in a mirror and you see a creepy (laughs) ghost hand, are you putting your ghost, your hand on top of the ghost hand? No. Would you do that? I mean, I would just go screaming from the building and never go back in there. I would say... I can do this job from outside also. Yeah. I hated that that recurring theme, whatever it's supposed to be, where he's just constantly putting his hand up onto things. And he's never scared. Yeah. Get out of here. Like when the woman with the woman in on fire in the changing room. Like he's just like, oh, let me grab this mirror so I can see this ghost better. Yeah, I, that's what that. I'm like, what are you doing? Obviously, something fucky is happening because that's not there. You know what I mean? Like he's like, oh, this is this is a ghost that I can only see in mirrors. Let me pull this mirror off a wall and bring it over to where the ghost was so I can see it better. <laughs> Says no one ever, ever. Nobody. I don't care what kind of detective you are. Honestly, You're not I doing that even shit. Think of that. I would be like, great. <laughs> I'm going to go outside and maybe call for backup and see what else is going. You know what I mean? Like, what are yeah. you doing? Yeah. Ugh, yeah. So frustrating. So then, like, uh, fast forward, we have, we, we find out the ghost, the ghosts in the mirror want, I keep asking for Essaker. Essaker. We want Essaker. And he's like, all right. And he, like, does all this research and f- figures out who Essaker is. And it's this young girl and it used to be an insane asylum oh my god that's not a plot that's beaten to death a billion times and um then it just feels like the ring you know because it's like we have to go and do all this research and travel around and talk to people to figure out what happened to this young girl and there's even a scene where like she's scratching and her fingernails break like in the ring Mm -hmm. on the i mean it's too much like it was in the ring it was in every movie in the 2000s i feel like yeah. well yeah i think it started in the ring though um if i'm ish i feel like i remember it in stir of echoes was that before the ring or after i don't think so i think it was after you can look it up though if you're curious i'm kind of curious i would guess that it was the ring was first because i just but it was around the same time yeah um so like and he like Okay, so Amy Adams dies in a horrible way Ooh. in her bathtub. What? 
Stir of Echoes was 99. The Ring was 2002. Oh, okay. Okay, Stir of Echoes. I see you. I see you. <laughs> I love Stir of Echoes. Same. It's so creepy. We've done Stir of Echoes, right? I hope so. We ha- I think we I have. I feel like we have. It's so I good. I think we have. Um, <laughs> so Amy Adams in the bathtub. How do? Let's talk about the Amy Adams bathtub scene. Because okay. she's going to take a bath. Fine. Okay. She's looking at herself in the mirror. And then she walks away from the mirror, but the ghost Amy Adams is still still in the mirror, looking all creepy. And she goes into the bathtub and then just immediately pulls her mouth apart. Which, and then dies instantaneously. I don't think you would die very quickly from that. And she like bleeds out, I guess. She bleeds out, but like, all right. I don't know. But, like, I feel like usually you're looking at the ghost in the mirror when it makes you do stuff. Oh, I guess maybe the reflection in the water. Do we remember seeing a reflection in the water, though? We don't remember seeing the reflection in the water, and we distinctly remember seeing everything happen in the mirror. I feel like there's a lot that they cut out, and then continuity was an issue. (laughs) Yeah, like, even when she walked out of frame, though... She walked away yeah. from the mirror. It was still, like, supposedly happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really work. It may- None of this movie works. No, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> but I will say the gruesomeness of that scene. Okay. I mean, the effects are good. Yeah. Yeah. For that scene. Okay. Yes. Is all I'm saying. That was all I really remembered, to be honest. <laughs> to be fair, that was all I remembered of the movie. <laughs> I mean, if that's all that stuck with you, I would could see you being like, this movie wasn't that bad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was good. I remember that scene. Uh, And like Amy Smart is also like a a bonus. I know. I love her. Same. Um, And my notes definitely say, how are there still 40 minutes left? 46 minutes left. (laughs) And let me tell you, those 46 minutes are a shit show. Oh, my God. So he finally finds Anna Essaker's family. And then finds out Anna Essaker, Harley, Wait. still alive. Can we, can we, could I just yes. point out? Yeah. Um, at this point, Kiefer Sutherland knows something's going on, obviously, when he starts re- researching. And he goes over to his family's house and starts taking down anything with a reflection and painting yep. over mirrors. And yep. his family's like, you're crazy. Yep. And they're scared of him, obviously. Yeah. Absolutely. And he like, sh- he's like, no, I'm going to show you. Because in what world? So in the, in one of the scenes in the, in the thing, the burned building, he like shoots at the mirror and it repairs itself. What in his mind thinks that that's going to happen outside of that scenario? I don't, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you because I also found that very confusing. It makes no sense. It makes sense for it to be in the origin, right? Right. But it doesn't... Well, and I think it's interesting because it seems like this ghost being whatever can move to any mirror mm-hmm. with any reflection at all and fuck with you. Mm-hmm. But only certain things can happen with the with the mirrors in the building itself. Correct. But, like, we don't know what that is. Right. It's kind of like... But it's like... 
it's like an Oculus, right? Like that mirror can't really be destroyed, but weird shit can happen in the vicinity of it. In this, obviously this like weird ghost attaches to the soul of one person and then magically... I don't know. I don't understand. Like, I don't this movie even at all. like. How did this ghost find his family? Yeah. How does it know that Amy Smart's his sister? I don't. It's a very smart ghost. And why does he <laughs> still have mirrors in his own house? Like, I guess he maybe didn't know that mirrors that it could go to other mirrors at that point. I don't know because after he um he sees stuff in the mirror. Yeah. After he goes crazy at the at. The, at the other house he goes yeah. home and he still has things with reflections i feel like and he obviously just covered up the tv and that's when he hears like something happening behind the tv i don't know the, i can't explain any of it because none of it makes sense hey, sure, 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 sure. anyway proceed we find her that she's al- essaker's alive so he finds out Anna Esker's alive and she decided to become a nun and live at this monastery because they don't have mirrors there, which I didn't know was a thing. I guess it makes sense. But like they don't have any mirrors. Nothing with reflections. Like they have like windows, though. Yeah, they do. Like they didn't block out any windows. Like, I mean, I just don't understand how this thing couldn't find her. I'm Googling it. Like, she's never been anywhere near a mirror in, like, 50 years. Yeah. I, I mean, I... Or I, I, water. There, I'm sure there's a something, yeah. a body of water. Like, there's not a bathtub. Like, it seems to be so easily able to find people that I just think, like, it seems unlikely that I couldn't find Anna Essica Pictures. There's to. definitely pictures of Jesus with a glass oh, pane. Oh, yeah. There's glass there. Yeah. Like... Come on. And and so he asks her, and she's a nun, and so he asks her, like, I need you to come with me because it's killing my family. Mm-hmm. It's already killed my sister, and it's going to kill my two little kids and my wife if you don't come with me. And she's like, no, I'm not coming with you, dummy. She closes the door in his face. <laughs> and then he comes back in with a gun <laughs> and forces her to go with him. And my then favorite- all of a sudden she's very willing. Yeah, at the, all of a sudden, she's like, I'm doing this for you. I'm mm-hmm. sacrificing. But it's like, bitch, no, you're not. Yeah. You're doing it because he put a gun to your head. Exactly. <laughs> but the best line, the best line of the entire movie is when he's getting, you know, Anna Essaker to come with him. And he's talking with his wife on the phone. And she's talking about how there's water everywhere. And he just goes, you got to be... <laughs> You got to be careful of the water. It creates reflections. <laughs> the exact quote. And then the chick is like, no, I'm not going to pay attention to you. I'm going in the water. But like. Do you need to tell someone that water creates reflections? Apparently. And she didn't even take it to it's account. Just a very, it's just a very interesting line. I just the phrasing of the line. No, it was. You got to it- be careful. The water creates reflections. <laughs> I would have been like, hey, watch out for the reflection in the water. Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm saying. You know. It's weird phrasing. No one would say it like that. It, 100%. I'd have just been like, turn off the lights. Oh. And then the rules of the water with the boy getting... Now what? he's possessed? Is that a thing? You can be possessed by the mirrors? No, it's... I get... I mean... I don't think you're su- you're possessed by it, but they can like do things and manipulate 
But he's but he was possessed one hundred percent. He was possessed. Yeah. There was something go. He had because the he knife was, like, and he was scraping, scraping all the, off the paint. Yeah, yeah. And like, how did he scrape off the paint in the beginning, or how did he get possessed in, at all when everything was covered, anyways? Oh, I think it happened before. Oh, he when painted like the mirrors? No, it was when the mom came in and she saw that. The, the the like half of the mirror that wasn't painted was like him scraped. Oh, okay. do you remember when he's sitting mm-hmm. Indian style and he gets up but his yeah, reflection but he was doesn't? also like dealing with the mirrors before anyone else in the family was. Yes, he was yeah. even before the dad. Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because he when he he was like having nightmares that one night. And he yeah, was, like, and you think they would have drawn that connection sooner when she was telling him about that? Yeah. So stupid. okay so anyway anna uh kills herself in the mirror room which releases the soul what a weird scene by the way (laughs) i was literally like watching this and i was like okay maybe it like things are gonna get crazy now and then i was like what the fuck is happening they did get kind of crazy they did get crazy but in a way that it's like none of this makes sense so i don't even feel good about it no you don't feel good about i was rolling my eyes the entire scene and like tony came in at this point (laughs) during the demon fight scene and he's like oh this is awesome and i was like it's really not no and he's like shooting at it and i'm like it wouldn't hurt a mirror you think it's gonna hurt that demon child (laughs) get the fuck out of here I love how Anna is also Grams from Dawson's Creek, in case you didn't notice. I didn't because I haven't watched that show since it aired. And I never I finished either. the whole series. I only hmm. watched the first I season. I think I watched a few seasons. But Grams is um, Michelle, Michelle Williams' yeah. grandmother in the sh- on Dawson's Creek. I remember the name, but I don't remember the yeah. actor. Got it. Well, that's her, in case you're wondering. Cool, now I know what um, like. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets possessed by the demon that was fucking with her as a kid. And then uh, she becomes like a demon human. And this way, Kiefer Sutherland can stop her. But he, something happens to him in the meantime. And the very end, we find out he's on the other side of the mirror. Bum, bum, bum. When that happened, I was like, oh, brother. Was there supposed to be a sequel? There was a sequel. It's called Mirrors 2 because they're oh, really? original like that. And it's with um uh when I, I was complaining about this movie to Ryan and he said that it was like the some girl the girl from Even Stevens, I think. <laughs> oh. Can I look it up? I could be. See, the and, thing is, and, I could uh, see how Mirrors 2 might be more interesting with Mirrors if, like, the family is trying to get him out of the mirror and, like, figures out he's still in the mirror. I don't so, think like, it's anything to do with that because it's all new people. Nick Stahl is in it. No, that's what it said. I was like, I texted him and I was like, so Mirrors is really bad. And he was like, you know what movie's worse? And I was like, what? And he was like, Mirrors 2. And I was like. Ooh. So he saw Mirrors 2? I guess. He oh. watches a lot of bad movies. When Max, who is a who is recovering from a traumatic event, takes a job as a nighttime security guard, he begins to see visions of a young mysterious woman in the store's mirror. So, okay, same movie. See, this isn't this isn't mirrors too. This, this is, is mirrors, mirrors also. also. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. We made the same funny. <laughs> but it's true. Because a sequel would be the, you know, like Insidious 2. 
dad is still in yep. the further. Yeah. How do we get him back? That would have been great. Yep. I would have been, I would, even though I hated this so much, I would still be inclined to figure out how they got him out of the mirror. <laughs> you will never know. But mirrors too is just the same, same thing. Yeah. Same shit, different day. Okay. We will not be watching mirrors too for anybody curious. Never say never, Carly. Soon. We won't be watching mirrors <laughs> too anytime soon. It's like childbirth. You have to wait. <laughs> Until you forget how painful it was until you're re- ready to do it again. Oh, my God. Or until listener requests and someone throws us under the bus. <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's move into something a lot less painful and talk about scary stories to tell in the dark. From 2019, it's directed by Andre Overdahl, who previously directed films that we've discussed, such as Troll Hunter and Autopsy of Jane Doe. It's written by Dan and Kevin Hageman, who both uh, have story by credits for Hotel Transylvania and the Lego movie. And it's also written by Guillermo del Toro, who needs no introduction. The IMDb summary is, On Halloween 1968, Stella and her two friends meet a mysterious drifter, Ramon, and uncover a sinister notebook of stories. So this was my first time watching Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. And let me tell you. What are your thoughts? I feel You didn't like, see this in theaters? No. Dang. I didn't get a ch- I didn't get a chance to see it in theaters. Um and I feel like everyone who who I asked about it may be a giant asshole. Yeah. Yes. Because I feel like People are not giving enough credit to this movie. I think this, this movie is great. Fucking great. Yeah. I like I feel this like movie when, more every time I see it, to be honest. Whenever I ask people about this movie, the answer is, it's pretty good. It's a kid's movie. And so I was like, oh, I was expecting a kid. I would not. I think this is I mean, a child in front of this movie. It's. It's like okay, that's a, a poor, that's a poor turn of phrase. I think it's definitely an intro horror movie though for younger people, um, younger but not children. No, but- I was thinking like like kids, kids, not like I would say thirteen or older at least. Really, to watch this, absolutely, the jangly man would give me nightmares for months. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but like, didn't you read these books before you were 13? Yes, but read. I could read you the jangly man story right now and you would not be scared. I mean, absolutely would. I have after it right looking here. At the... Do you want me to read it to you? <laughs> you are more than welcome to if you'd like. Um... I mean, I, I have it. I have. Okay, so for Christmas, one of my friends gave me the original Scary Stories book with the original illustrations. Which one? The original. Yeah, but there's the first. Three. The first one. The first, yes, the original. Amazing. That's what the original means. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> I thought you meant like the original like pressing of them. Because I don't know if don't it's an original pressing. She got it at a thrift store, so I'm guessing it's not that fancy. It's cool. But it does have the original illustrations, which I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. I was so pissed okay. when they changed them. Why? Why? That's what everyone loved about them, you yeah. jerks. I just think that I think that See, because, okay, so, like, I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre when I was 13. So 
I feel like. Yeah, but you're like a special flower. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So when I like when I look at this movie, like I would probably watch this with my nephews, to be honest. Not all of them. Who are what, but like my who oldest, are what ages? Like seven, six. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like they've seen worse, to be honest. But like in general, I would say maybe like eleven. I feel like twelve. <laughs> okay. I don't know why it needs. I don't this know why the age super scary. I think I definitely understand why people would say it's a kid's movie, but I also understand that the term kid could have different meanings for different people. There are things that happen and I just think would have, would have traumatized me. I think. Well, you are also a special flower. I, (laughs) that's true. On the opposite side of the spectrum. For real. (laughs) Um, I don't know how I got the way I am now, but like I was such a fucking scaredy cat as a kid. I mean, we know this. But, like, I read, okay, so I read this story, the Mitai Doti Walker story. And it's really not, I mean, reading it, the, the, okay, the illustrations are all that's really scary in this book. Let's be fair. Yeah. Like, absolutely. the stories are kind of lame. But that's what um, I love about this movie. I feel oh, like I mean, they really the stories, did but. such justice to the art, like the scarecrow and yes. the, the, dark-haired lady in the hall like these things look exactly almost exactly like the drawings and oh absolutely and that's what makes them scary scary yeah yes absolutely the woman that engulfs him Mm -hmm. in the hall and the oh harold harold first of all (laughs) why are you hitting harold do not hit harold yeah do not hit harold everyone knows you don't hit. come on tommy Idiot. Idiot. He got what he deserved. He did, but we love Austin Abrams. Do you, are you watching Euphoria? No. Oh. He is uh he is in that and he is uh, I think my favorite character. Yeah. One of them. One of them. He's great. All right. Anyway. Well, Harold isn't in this book. Harold's in the third book. Mm-hmm. But all, a lot of the other stories, and so is the the pale woman, is not in this book either. But the toe is in this mm-hmm. one. And Mitaito T. Walker is in this one. And the ghost, um, the haunted house is in this one. So there's quite a few of the stories. Um, the hearse is referenced. The hearse song is referenced quite a few times. What about the spiders? That was always my biggest fear. My, the scariest oh, one. You don't say. Yeah, obviously. There's one called the alligators, and I really don't remember that one. I don't one. remember that one either. Hmm. I used to love those books when I was little, though. They, I also really loved the books as a kid, which should tell you that I don't know why. That's actually kind of interesting now that I think. I don't think sc- books scared me the same way movies I did. I feel like you could have watched this when you were little. Maybe. Like, maybe not in the dark, you know, by yourself, but like. Carly, I had nightmares because of Hocus Pocus Ooh, when I was like eight really? years old. So, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Like, I don't I could not. Yeah. I could not have. I would have needed to be 12. Because right. when I was, that's when I started to get brave was when I was like 12, 13 years old. Okay. That's when I started to watch real horror movies. That's when like I started watching like The Craft and Pet Cemetery. started sneaking in. And then when I got to high school, I started watching things like The Evil Dead, you know. Wild. So it, it took, in, in, in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that happened in high school. Okay. 
And I feel like for me, I mean, every kid's different. You know, I think you just got to know the kid. Sure. If, you know, I'm just very susceptible. Sure. (laughs) Less of now, but. (laughs) But that's why I think this movie is great because I think that like it's fun for all ages, you know, like. It is. It is. I just, you know, when people told me this is like a kid's movie, I just, I don't know. I was expecting something different. Gotcha. It doesn't even really have a happy ending. (laughs) No, but it sets us up perfectly for a second one. Which is coming out soon, and I'm very excited. Yeah. Me too. So, not soon soon, but soon enough, they're working on it. Yeah. So. But we have very fun characters. I thought the story was great. I mm-hmm. loved the the wrapped the wraparound story, if mm-hmm. you will. It's not really an anthology, but it kind of is, right? They found a really clever way to kind of weave in all these characters and all these different stories. It's kind of it's not unsimilar to what they did, dissimilar to what they did with Goosebumps. I totally. guess uh, um, a little different. It's a little I, different, but they use the one, the books, as a way to introduce all these different creepy things, mm-hmm. which is what they did with Goosebumps. They had a book, right? The books came to life or whatever, if you read them. It's not completely dissimilar. Are we talking about the remake or are we talking about the original Goosebumps, like movies? Talking about the Goosebumps movie with Jack Black. With Jack Black. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because he had, like, he was Arl Stein, right? Yeah. And then he yes. wrote all these books and locked them up. And then if you read them, the monsters came out. Yes. It's not the same thing, but, I mean, it's an it's a kind of a similar way to introduce creepy, different creepy characters sure. into one story plot. So I thought it was clever. I thought that everything looked really creepy. I thought, um, I think the reason why I I feel like it's not kids is because it does it doesn't have happy endings. Characters die or are gone, at least. Yeah, they don't um, die. They make them. I think that's a thing that kind of makes it as like a, a entry horror, like for kids or child younger people. I mean, they might as well adults. have. They don't come back. <laughs> yeah, but th- they say at the end, like they're not gone forever. Like we're gonna get them back. Like, sure. You know what I mean? They make it a point yeah. to say they're not dead. They they say that at the end. But mm-hmm. like during the movie, you're not feeling like they're coming back anytime soon. At least I wasn't. I think the toe, the, the toe got me. I thought that whole sequence was very creepy and mm-hmm. would have given me nightmares easy as a kid. Because <laughs> there's that whole thing under the bed and the jump scare. It's good. It's creepy. This little delicate flower. I love it. I don't. I think as an adult, that scene was very well done and very creepy. No, I, don't I think agree. You have to be a kid to find that creepy. I'm just saying it. Showing that to a young child, I think, would traumatize them. I don't know. I I, I get what you're saying. I just think it it's depends because, on the kids. It depends on the yeah. kids. It always does. But I'm just saying it could easily. The way people were talking, I was expecting Hotel Transylvania is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, like, I saw Poltergeist when I was little. And it made me not like clowns. Like, I don't like I mean, I saw Poltergeist, I think, when I was fairly little. Yeah, see? That's scarier than this. Is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. Is it? Fuck, yeah. Do you really think so? I mean, I think. No, 100%. But do you think it's scarier because you watched it as a kid and you have memories no. of it being really creepy? 
No, I think it's scarier because like just like certain things like we're absolutely dealing with a lot of death in poltergeist. We're dealing with like skeletons in a swimming pool. We're dealing with but no one dies in poltergeist. No one's even missing and doesn't come back. Yeah, but people have died, and that's why all this stuff's happening. And like the the house gets like slurped up, and then we know that the ghost is you know still. But everything's happening in scary stories. Because someone died. Yeah. It's not I really think it's also different. just like the way that it's I would presented. say they're congruent. I would say they're like on the same level of scary. I, I think so. I, I really, I, I personally think so. You, you don't have to agree. That's okay. Yeah. But I think if you can handle poltergeist and you can handle scary stories, it's the same like entry. Le- I think poltergeist is, is very creepy. When did so you is watch the craft. So is I feel like they all kind of are on the same level. See, I don't think I don't look at the craft as a horror movie. I don't care. Like it, it's not scary to me <laughs> at all. You know, that's such a lie. I have you on a recorded podcast telling me that it's scary, and now you're telling me it's not scary. Well, okay, I think that the end with the bugs and things like that are scary. But I don't necessarily think it's like a thread throughout the movie. Go back and listen to the episode. Go Because I listened to it fairly recently. Go back and listen to the episode where the new craft was coming out and you just saw it. And, or we were talking about the trailer. One of the okay. two. Okay. And you are telling me that this new craft is bullshit because the original is so scary and that the new one's only rated PG-13, so it can't be scary. And it's like this whole thing, and you go off on me about it, and how the craft is scary, and you're telling me about all the different things that are scary about it. So I'm just saying. <laughs> Who knows? Sure. Maybe. Probably. You're probably right. I mean, we don't um, always, we like, don't have to agree on what's scary and what's not scary. Sure. I'm saying I personally would say scary stories to tell in dark, pet cemetery, and like poltergeist probably on the same level for me it's just scary stories is newer that's the only difference but i think in terms of actual scares it's they're the same there's the the same kind of entry level horror but i can agree it's entry level horror but i don't think it's for children is basically my argument there's a difference between horror for children which i would think is like goosebumps or something and then there's entry definitely this is on the same level as goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark i disagree because of we have this like band of young kids who we have like our comedic relief. We have like all of these things are deaf. I think we're definitely kind of geared towards that kind of same genre as like, are you afraid of the dark and goosebumps? When I say goosebumps, I mean goosebumps, the movie that came out with Jack Black. Oh, I'm not talking I don't, about I don't talk goosebumps, about the show, or are you afraid of the dark, the show? I'm talking about both of those original things. I'm not talking about the remakes. Okay. I'm talking about the movie specifically because that movie feels like it's for children. Have you seen the Goosebumps movie? Oh, a while ago. I can't speak okay. to it. Okay. Because it's very different. To me, it's very different. Um, It's like cartoony. It doesn't feel okay. like actually scary. They're like cartoon gnomes going in like, you know what I mean? It's not. Sure. So <laughs> it's, it's not. I think that's that's way less scary than this, so in my opinion. I think what like what I mean when I say that this is kind of like a kid's movie is like when we were growing up. 
this would have been the similar movie that would have felt fell into those kinds of things. I definitely agree that like remakes and things like that that are coming out now like that Goosebumps movie are definitely more cartoony and silly and things like that. And that's not what this is. This isn't one of those cartoony and silly movies. But I think that this would have fit in perfectly with Are you the show Are You Afraid of the Dark and the Goosebumps movies and show that were happening in the 90s. Yeah, I mean, I could honestly say this would have scared me more than those did. Personally. Yeah. But I'm just speaking personally. You don't have to agree. (laughs) (laughs) But I can understand how um, a bunch of people saying that. uh, I just think people underrate it because they I don't know why. I, I, I honestly didn't think it was as childish as people are making it out to be. It's really yeah. the ultimate point I'm making that we've been talking a long time about. <laughs> yeah, we can move on. We've been talking um, a ton about it. We can move on. But that's all I'm saying. <laughs> is I, I, it, it's scarier than people make it sound. Sure. I don't know. I, I liked it. I thought um, the story was good. I thought the characters were really well developed. Very interesting. I thought there was a lot of like, I loved the 60s backdrop and like how it really like molded the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how we have like Ramon running away from the, the draft, draft yeah. and like I really love all that. I think it's just adds such so many dimensions to the story, um, which I mean exceeded my expectations like quite a bit. For I sure. I was thrilled. I will watch and rewatch and rewatch this over and over again. It's I so really fun, and it. I really think that you will like it more and more every time you see it because it is yeah. it's just fun. And whereas our last movie that we spoke about has zero character building, this one gives you so much and we're so filled with just these great people with this great friendship and um camaraderie to attempt to kind of navigate through this weird horror book that they picked up yeah i mean i i loved it yeah i loved it i couldn't i mean it exceeded my expectations in a very big way um no complaints um we'll watch again absolutely i'm glad i bought it on blu-ray and i bought it on blu-ray years ago (laughs) that's so funny that you haven't watched it i do that too though i can't even i think it's 4k too i think it's like (laughs) because i was watching it i'm like god this looks beautiful like looks so good uh it's so good so good oh it's so fun me too it's great so he's doing the sequel good i was gonna say i want him to do more things (sighs) i want him to do more things too because I love, I mean, we all know I love Autopsy of Jane Doe. And Kill Hunter, while a little long-winded, was super good. We enjoyed that one, though. We did. I, I'd, I'd say it was really good, but I just remember yeah. us being like, it's a little long, it but was, I still like it. It is a little long. Yeah. It is a little long. But that's fine. Oh, it's in pre-production. I don't pre-production. know how long this was, but I didn't feel, I didn't feel it at all. I don't know how long it was. Do you know? Uh, I don't know, but it was an hour 48. Oh. Didn't feel it. No. It flowed it so fell, well. It flew. It flew. Very good pacing. Yeah. It's so, so I'm excited uh, to see the second. I th- I like the way they set it up. They're ready to go. Mm-hmm. There's more stories to be told. And I don't know how they're going to get the book to start tell more, telling more stories again. Um, but I'm sure we'll figure it out. <laughs> Because they're on a road trip. Where are they going? Yeah. So, I mean, they're they're using the book to try to figure out how to get them back. So they might try to, like, 
open the portal or something like that. It looks Ooh, like open the portal. I don't know. It's in pre-production and it looks like we've got Stella back, we have Ramon back and we have Stella's dad back. I'm so excited far. to have Ramon back. I'm glad he made it back. Yeah. Well, he didn't go anywhere. Oh, from yes. Okay. Sorry. Vietnam. From Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. He did. He made Maybe it he back. didn't. I fr- yeah. I kind of hope he didn't. I kind of hope he like found a way to escape. Same. Cuz I was like, "Oh, like they're making it seem like a good thing." <laughs> he went. No. When this whole time I was just really excited that he didn't. Same. Go. I was like, "Don't get on that bus, sir." Dodge that draft. Find your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Find your friends. Uh, I guess yeah. he's probably like this is less scary now. I know. I've been dealing with all these other crazy he's things. Like I've literally dealt with the supernatural, so Yeah. <laughs> This is What's scarier? This ain't I don't know. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, I mean, I don't really have much else to say about it, but I really, really fucking loved it. I mean, looks beautiful. Great story. And absolutely can't wait for the sequel. So one movie just to skip and then this movie to watch. There you go. Skip scary stories and watch mirrors over and over again. Yep. That's what I said. <laughs> so carly yeah we have some interesting things coming up and by interesting things i mean one interesting thing like many (laughs) by one interesting it's just like really just a time of year that i just love it's amy's favorite time of year you guys it is it is my favorite time what time of year is that it's 80s we're weird month starting in march and i just can't wait it's my favorite time. Carly puts up with it. <laughs> I and I have a fun time too, unless we're watching that one movie that I forget the name of. The Video Dead. That's the one. Oh yeah, you didn't like that one. I did. I didn't like it either. You know, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. Look, you win some, you lose some. I'd rather watch that <laughs> probably than watching Mirrors again. So it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You would, but we also watched Witchboard. Which so you know, wow. Yeah, and Chopping Mall. We've done Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. I mean, all We've the classics. Gems. Texas Chainsaw Master 2. Kind of, I feel like we're starting to like edge our way into the unknown mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. This year, all of my picks are films that I have not seen before. Usually, I've at least seen some of them. But we have found some like real winners that like people have never seen before. Um in the past this way so like you know sometimes you gotta watch some losers to find some some gold true facts you know Mm -hmm. so we have a lot of interesting picks on the list this year i can't wait until we watch them all but next week uh our picks are the keep which is available to stream on pluto and elves which (laughs) is streaming on youtube yes so Check them out ahead of time. Can't wait. They both have Nazis. That's why. <laughs> That's why I paired them. Um, the elves is Christmas themed, so we can have Christmas and spring. You're welcome. Beautiful. A beautiful moment. I'm very excited to start this glorious month with you. It'll be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Bring in that <laughs> that springtime with some Nazi movies springtime 80s oh my god it's like in the producers springtime with hitler oh it is springtime with hitler Mm -hmm. and demons and and elves oh my (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, I love it. Something to look forward to. Um, but what else? Uh, what else? Do you have anything you want to discuss before we close out today? Um, I'm trying to think. I haven't really. Uh, I watched Mirrors for like two days. Um, <laughs> two days straight. Yep. Um, really, really like dragged that one out oh didn't God. you because I, I couldn't, couldn't pay just... attention and i was like if i don't pause this i'm literally gonna just look at my phone for two hours and have nothing to say about it um you just gotta power through you know burn my eyeballs out um sorry we both watched jackass we both watched jackass last mm-hmm, night mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um that was good so much penis a little too much. I thought it was hilarious. But yes, I, I can agree. I mean, I think that there needed to be... I, I, the reason I like Jackass is I like it when they fuck with each other and just joke around and do crazy stunts. I loved the Tyler, the creator part. But I just feel like there was so much penis and like genital things that I'm just like, I don't know. I don't think this is for me. You know, like I don't... <laughs> I think Tony might have been more of the target audience for a lot of those things. But I did appreciate how we had like a younger generation of jackasses mm-hmm. involved. We had a woman, which I thought was really exciting, involved in some of the stunts. And people of color, it's nice to have just some a little more ra- well-rounded jackasses. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun and I had some good laughs. I my favorite one was when they did the fake snake bit in the oh dark. Oh my god, that was so funny! <laughs> oh my, that's god. the best one. That's the best one. And see, that's my favorite. No one's in actual real danger, but you're just fucking with people. Well, so until that's, they go into the room with the pans. <laughs> they what? The room with the pans and the mouse traps. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. But like, I mean, they're not really hurt. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not like getting, um, you know, oh, my God, butted by a bull or Ugh. kicked in the crotch or punched in the crotch by like, oh, my God, by the Naganu UFC. Oh my God. Oh, I was so excited to see him because I love watching him fight. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, man, like that guy's penis is done for. That was scary. Yeah. Like when he punched the punching bag, I was like, oh, you're fucked. Yeah. The hardest <laughs> punch in the world. Like hit, getting hit by a truck. And he Yikes. was like, don't say that to him right before this yeah. is going to happen. <laughs> it was so good. I thought yeah. it was hilarious. And I'm not going to lie. Starting with Penis Godzilla was hilarious I to mean, me. Tony, Tony liked it. It set, the, it set the tone. It did. It did. <laughs> it did. I mean, I, I, you know, I feel like I felt the same way as I did about all the other Jackass movies. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's a, it's a thing. Like, if you like the Jackass movies, I don't think it was... There was way less poop stuff, so I appreciated same. that because I'm not really a huge fan. Like, that diarrhea one from the movie Oof. before was just no. <laughs> no. That was bad. Yeah. But, yeah, Jackass. Still going. Still going. Still going strong. Still gives me the giggles. Johnny Knoxville almost doesn't have to dress up like an old man anymore. No, he's a silver fox, man. He is, man. He still looks... I told Tony, I'm like... Wood. You know, he still looks good. He looks like, great. He, he, <laughs> Steve-O also, like, somehow came out of this still looking decent. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay. All right. Jackass He, he really boys. turned his life around, that Steve-O. He I did. I love Steve-O. He's great. Oh... That Aaron guy really got the oh, grunt of it. He did. Yeah. Oh my God. Is he okay? 
I don't think he's he will okay. never have children. I was like, I feel like he has PTSD now. Like I felt bad for him by the end of it. I was like, he's they put him too through, oh, through too much. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I they just got to a point where I just felt started feeling really bad for them. Uh, but yeah, but they see love- jackass. <laughs> <laughs> they do it to themselves. So here we are. Hopefully, they all got paid well. I'm sure um, and they also just got to have fun with their friends. So I saw a movie in a theater and there was jackass. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I might try and start going to the movies more on Thursdays. It's my favorite. I like we'll to do see. it every Thursday. Next Thursday yeah. is the Batman. The Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, with Edward. With Edward Cullen as <laughs> Batman. As Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm really excited for Paul Dano's The Riddler because we haven't seen him at all in the trailers, I don't think. Oh. Um, and I love Paul Dano. Bring him back The Riddler. Yep, yep. I like Jim Carrey. He as was the great. Riddler. I wanted, bef- when, uh, when, I think it was Dark Knight when Joseph Gordon-Levitt came on, but like he was attached to the like next Batman, I wanted him to be The Riddler so bad because I think he would have oh, killed it. Oh, I think he could have done a good job. Yeah, I think he would have sure. killed it. sure. You know, I, I, when I was a kid, I had whatever Batman that was, there where was Jim Carrey was the Riddler. Oh, I think it was Batman Forever. Is that the one with Two-Face? hmm Yeah. I had that one on VHS, and I just watched it over and over again. So I've seen that one the most of any of them. He was great. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. But yeah. <laughs> I guess that could be it then. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to mention? I'm going to go watch Mrs. Maisel. Same. Over here. Same. So I'll talk to you later. Cool. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Until next week when we start 80s Were Weird Month with The Keep and Elves. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Carly.